Hi, I'm Holly Knoll, host of the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. If you've always wanted to start a business and don't know where or how to start, you've come to the right place. After leaving an unfulfilling corporate career, I decided it was time to start a business of my own. Today, I'm a business coach and creator of The Consultant Code, where I help people start services-based businesses in 60 days or less. So grab your latte because you're about to be inspired, armed with knowledge, and given simple tools to start a business of your own from my interviews with Everyday Entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, episode number nine. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a very OMG guest today. His name is Stephen DeCuba. And OMG is pretty much the only word that or phrase that I can think of to describe the energy and excitement and passion that Stephen is bringing to all of us today. You will walk away with a key takeaway, a simple formula that you can use to take action toward building your business on social media immediately after this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Stephen is going to share his favorite step-by-step formula to do something very specific on social media. But first, who is Stephen DeCuba? Well, Stephen is a wedding and a branding photographer. He's based in the Netherlands, but he originally is from Aruba. So as you can imagine, his life has taken many interesting twists and turns. He loves helping busy creatives build a personal brand on social media so that they can make a living from their passion. So tune in. I'm excited to hear what you think at the end of the episode. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes and let me know what you think. And also, if you are thinking of starting your own business and you just don't know exactly where to start or how to get started, I have created a free tool just for you. It's called my business action guide, and you can go grab that on my website at hollynoel.com slash free, or you can grab it from just going to hollynoel.com, pick it up from my homepage, and in six easy steps, I will help you solidify your business idea so you can get up and running with your passion and dream as quickly as possible. So without further ado, let me introduce to you one of my favorite people that I have met in the course of my business. Stephen DeCuba. All right. We are live here today on the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. I guess we're not really live. This was pre-recorded, but I'm live in this moment with Stephen DeCuba, who is a branding expert, photographer extraordinaire, and I am so thrilled to have you today on the podcast. So Stephen, why don't you go ahead and introduce your fabulous self and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, wow. I am just (laughs) smiling from that intro. (laughs) Hey, Holly, how are you? Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here and I'm happy to chat today. So as you said, my name is Stephen de Cuba and no, I am not from Cuba. I'm actually from Aruba and I was born and raised in Aruba and right now I am based in the Netherlands. And yes, I'm a wedding and branding photographer and I help busy creatives build a personal brand on social media so that they can turn their passion into a profitable business. That is what I do. Well, okay. I think we can, we can all just like take a breath because that is a lot of stuff that you do. And you clearly yeah. are so energetic about what it is you do. In fact, I was on your podcast maybe like 
month or two ago now. And I just remember like smiling the whole time I was on your <laughs> podcast because um, even though people can't see, you see us today, you just exude so much energy for what you do and your passion for your work like clearly comes across. And so I just feel like I was so inspired when we chat because like this is a person that has truly found a groove and you truly do love what you do, which a lot of people out there cannot say the same. So, I mean, it, it comes across so clear. And okay. So Stephen DeCuba from Aruba, which rhymes, obviously <laughs> this is not the first time you've heard of this. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Like how did you arrive from a small little island nation to Europe and and how did how where did you find your passion for helping others with branding and photography and, and your art? Right. So how much time do we have? <laughs> I'm going to try <laughs> to make it really short and to the point. But <clears throat> it all started in 2012. In 2012, my dad was a photographer. And I was just uh, I was just a student going to school, just like a normal kid. And he bought a new camera. And something told me that I want to grab his old camera. So that is exactly what I did. I grabbed his old camera. I went on YouTube and I started um, uh, watching YouTube tutorials around photography. And I loved it. I watched this camera and it, it felt like it was my baby. And I started to exploring and start taking pictures of everything in front of me. And I slowly started to really like it. So fast forward to 2016, I had the opportunity to um, make my wedding, my my photography, um, my full time job in Aruba, and this happened because I started exploring different types of photography. I did wedding, um, I did wedding photography, I did um, um, family photo shoot, I did events, I did parties, I did everything that you could imagine. And the one thing that really stood out for me was wedding photography, because I don't know what it is about wedding that, but there's so something so special during that day. And the fact that the couple is choosing me as the one that is going to document their precious memories and their heirloom, their family heirloom that they're going to share with their, uh, with their kids. And, and this is going to be forever. And the fact that they choose me as their photographer, for me, that was a big thing. So I started exploring wedding photography, and I, as you said, I was I uh, I was living in Aruba. But something about Aruba is that it is really small. We're a small island. We only have around one hundred and twenty thousand people. Um, from one point to the other point of the island is like thirty-five minutes driving. So you can imagine it's a really small island. No, I'm just kidding. It's not thirty-five. It's like maybe forty-five. So I give them then ten extra minutes. But uh, the island is really small, so the opportunities there are not big there's not not too much opportunity for uh, uh especially for creatives so i got the opportunity to move to the netherlands and the reason for this is because aruba is, was part of the netherlands Antilles or is part of the netherlands Antilles, which means that we are part of the dutch kingdom which means that our system in aruba is the dutch system so the schools the exams the the all the the laws everything is from the netherlands which means that as students, we get a lot of benefits from the government here in the Netherlands. So that is why I came here. Anyways, I'm taking too long with this story. The point I'm trying to make is that when I came here, I also found, I also wanted to continue with my passion for photography. I knew that I found something that I want to grow. I want to make it something big. I wanted to, to, 
to do something with my passion, but I didn't know how. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the coach. I didn't have someone that could take me by the hand and give me exactly what I need to do in order to make it happen. But I wasn't, I was, I, as I told you, I was passionate. I was excited to do this. So nothing could stop me at that moment. So I came here to, so I came here to the Netherlands in 2016 to um, start my business degree, to pursue my business degree. And one year, I gave myself one year to actually start my business. So in 2017, I started my own business here in the Netherlands as a, a photographer. I completely um, focused on wedding photography. And by 2018, one year in business, I was um, named as one of the best wedding photographers in The Hague. My work has been published in The Knot, in La Champanera, in uh, Focus Magazine, in The Perfect Wedding.nl. So different magazine has started to recognize my work and publish it and my names were everywhere and they started interviewing me I was like okay what is happening over here so uh, in short I took my passion for photography which I didn't know what I wanted to do back then in 2012 and with experience with the 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 passion that I have and the commitment and just showing from a place of integrity gave me what I have today. And that is, I think, one of the biggest lessons. If you can, if you want to take something out of this story is that in, it's not a matter of if you know everything, what you need to do in order to make it happen. It's about how you show up. It's about who you are, who you choose to be, and how you choose to think about life, about business. Because what I believe in is how you think about business, that is exactly what is possible for you. Oh, all right. Well, we can end the podcast now. I, think, I, I, I don't think I need to say anything. I think you just like tied everything up into a, a neat little bow and we, we are good people. We are good to go. So I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're invited to come back anytime now. You get, you get a repeat customer like repeat podcast guest kind of band right now. Steven, you said so many things. And when I, when I do podcasts, I usually take notes as Mm. to things that people say when, as they're speaking, that really stand out that I want to circle back on. And you said a couple of things that really stood out to me is first you, you dove right in to, you saw that camera and it was kind of like, pick me up, pick me up. And and you did, you picked it up and you like figured it out and boom, you jumped into shooting people's weddings. So I want to just unpack a little bit there because I think like we hear these photographers success stories out there and, and I'm always like curious, like, but what really happened? Like, how did you like, get confident to shoot a wedding. And to your point, the most important day of somebody's life, a high stakes, high pressure event as somebody that was just starting out, like, how did you build that confidence to be like, yep, I'm the person to do this. And I'm going to do it like better than anyone else. I know. How did you get to that point? Well, I wish it was exactly like that at the moment that I started, but it wasn't because I also, (laughs) when I started, it was like, oh my goodness, what I'm going to do. But I do have to say that I didn't immediately go um, to um, photograph a wedding because as you said, this is something really big and it's something special. And if you mess it up, there's no repeating. It's not like, oh, we're going to do the photo shoot again. No, it's like one time thing. 
So it's a big thing. So I didn't go immediately as the, as the main photographer. I started connecting with different other photographers in my area and wedding photographers that I, um, I used to look at as one of, one of the best wedding photographers in Aruba. And I, I, I approached them and I said, you know what? I'm a, a photographer. This is what I do as a hobby, but I like to grow. I would like to, to grow from there. And of course, I, I, can, I position myself as a help for these people, for these photographers. I told them, hey, you know what? Next time you have a wedding, I want to go and I want to assist you. I want to help you um, at a wedding. And the reason, the, the reason why I did this is because I knew I wanted to work in this industry, but I didn't know how to do it. So I knew that I just want to hang around with people that are doing this. And by doing that, I can look at what other people are doing and how they are implementing all these things and how I can make it my own. So as I, I, I wish I could have started immediately with, uh, with photographing wedding and being confident doing this. But it is a process, and I believe everything in our life is a process. And um, what and, and I am so happy that I went through all this process, even though sometimes it feels like, oh my goodness, is this ever going to work? Am I ever going to make this work? And then you look back, and you look, and you as now sitting back here, I look back, I can say, you know what? I had to go through all the things that I went through in order to get to this point. Right. And in order for me to get to the other point, to the things that I want to achieve, I need to go through other other things, new experiences, explore new areas in my business, too. So um, to your point, to answer your question, I didn't start immediately on my own because that was a scary thing to do. (laughs) But I start approaching other peers in my industry and see how can we work together? How can I be valued to you, but at the same time, get value from them as well? Yes. You, you were providing value to them. Were you a second shooter then or like, yeah, I started okay. first as uh, just as an assistant. So like um, holding lights, holding stands, oh. making sure they get in the right lens. So let's say for example, the photographer is working with two different cameras and he needs to change the lens. I go and change the lens and all of that. And from there we upgraded my position. <laughs> and then I went to, as the second photographer, I worked directly with the uh, together. And then after oh. that, they trust me enough to, okay, you can go to this one. I go to this one. And then from there, you start really building um, uh, slowly and slowly from there. And then I got to the point that I was booking, I was completely booked that I didn't need it to work for someone else. Right. 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 You were able to build up your own credibility and your own platform in terms of being independent. But it sounds like the key there is regardless of what industry somebody wants to start in. And I've learned this myself as well is it's key to surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do and who are a few steps ahead of you so that you can learn from them. And and that sounds like exactly that's what you did when you were first starting out. You were like, okay, I want to be there. Who are people that are there and how can I surround myself with by them so I can learn everything there is to learn so then I can eventually grow and be there. And now yeah. you've surpassed that growth and you've, you know, you've, you've developed and, and started to do other things, which we'll get to. But I think that's such a key thing is surrounding yourself mm. with the people that are doing what you eventually want to do yeah, and, and, and reaching out to collaborate. And like, yeah. you know, you were not only were they benefiting from your skills and your, you know, your extra hand helping hands, but you were also highly benefiting from their expertise. So it was a win-win. 
Exactly. Um, and also what happened is that sometimes when that photographer did, um, wasn't available to shoot a wedding, he would yeah. just send it to me and say, hey, you know, um, I might not be available, but this guy, I work with him different time. Here it is. And boom, I got an extra client. So that is yeah. exactly what uh, our listeners right now can take away from, uh, from this episode as well, is that even if you don't have clients, my friend, all you have to do is take action. Go out there, reach out to people, connect yeah. to people and do the work. Because you can stay there and say, like, I don't have portfolio, I don't have testimonials, or you can choose to go out there and work and do the work and actually get what you need in order to go there, in order to get Yes, there. yes, yes. The opportunities are out there. I think we have to put ourselves in that situation and put ourselves out there, no matter how scary or no matter how many people might say no, if we never put ourselves out there, and this is cliche and um, you know may come across as common knowledge, but it is so important as business owners to get comfortable with asking and putting yeah. your ask out there and, mm. and saying, this is what I have to offer. Does anyone need help with this? And, and, and to your point, you did that and you started getting referrals sent your way. You started, your mm-hmm. business started to explode and grow until finally you were kind of tapped out in Aruba and you're like, okay, I kind of did this. I need a new challenge. Yeah. So off to the Netherlands you went. And yeah. I mean, what keeps going through my head is like, wow, that had to be quite a different landscape. And backdrop in terms of photography and culture and people, the way they do business. So tell me about like how that transition was literally going from like a beautiful island nation to like a cold northern Nordic, like European country. And and how did you kind of transition and how did you still make your business relevant there? Oh, yeah. So, so good. This question's coming out of left field, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I, when I, when I first moved to the Netherlands, I came here and I didn't know anyone. I I have, I do have a brother that lives here, but he lives like three hours away by train or by car. So it's it's basically, he doesn't live here. So (laughs) he lives pretty far away. So um, yes, I am here on my own. And when I came here, it was my first time moving out from my parents' house. It was my first time living alone. It was my first time being in the Netherlands. So for me, it was like, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> what do I do now? And that moment I had to think back as when I first started. And when I first started, what I did is just reach out to more people. And that is exactly what I did. Because as I just told you, I, uh, when I didn't have a portfolio, I just reached out to people to get more portfolio. So that's exactly what I did here. But I did it more, a more a different way. I did like a giveaway photo shoot um, to just give a couple of um, uh, a couple of couples photo shoot, like engagement photo shoot. And from there, I built my portfolio. And then I told them, tell your friends, or if you have enough friend that is engaged, tell them and blah, 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 blah. Like that, it started to go. Again, it started by referral. But what I realized is that I cannot sustain. That is not scalable. I cannot, sustain, I cannot grow my business by only by, by referral. I had to find something different, something more powerful. And that is the power where, of, of social media. That is where social media came in into um, um, this whole business that I, I tried to make. So let me pause you there for one second, because some photographers are just fine taking photos and being referral only basis. I think you might underestimate your desire to do something bigger and to reach more people. Mm. And so 
what was it inside you that were, that was like, I, I love photography. This is great, but I want more and I want a bigger impact. Like what, why did you want that? And, and what was driving you to, to, to take on like a new aspect of your business? Yeah. So what I realized is that the, the, the people that I, the clients that I was getting, I, I am so thankful for them, of course, and I, I appreciate that they took the time, they trust me, and they invested in my business. But at the same time, they weren't really the client that I wanted to work with. They really weren't the client that would take my portfolio to the level that I want to take my portfolio. And what I realized is that everyone could be a photographer. Everyone can get a camera, they could go to a course, and they know, and boom, you're a photographer. You have a degree in photography. But not everyone can make their photography, uh, their photography passion a business. And that is something that I believe that sets me apart from my competition. Because I am not only a photographer. I am a business owner that offers wedding photography or branding photography services. And that is two diff- different things right there. Because what I realized is that before I was just counting or just depending on word of mouth. But those weren't really the people that had the budget that I wanted to work with, right? They weren't really the people that were investing so much money in their wedding to really have like a high-end wedding because I wanted to serve those high-end weddings. But in order for me to get there, I need to start do different things in my business. And I need to start positioning myself in that high-end market. And how did I did it? I used social media to grow me as a personal brand, as a representation of my business. And from there, I grew, I kept on marketing my photography business. But the key here is that people are not buying me because I shoot with Canon or because I shoot with Nikon or because I shoot with Sony. They are investing in my business because they want Steven de Cuba as their photographer. And, and that is just branding. That is just personal branding. So, okay. I love, love this topic because I think this goes for anyone that offers a service, right? Hmm. If you, for product-based businesses, it's a little bit different because that is a different approach to finding an ideal customer. But you're right. When you offer a service like photography, like coaching, like online classes, like, Mm. you know, um, any sort of a done for you service or anything where you're teaching people or your face is behind what you're delivering, it's so important to stand out. And so you're right. It's not about the camera you use. It's about you. And so mm. how does somebody who's do, who offers a services-based business, so I work with people who want to start freelancing businesses, how does a freelancer stand out from other freelancers? And what are some easy ways to do that that you think maybe a lot of people don't take enough advantage of when it comes to like offering yourself and differentiating yourself from, from your competition? Yeah, beautiful. I think that the first that the first thing that came into my mind was that it is not about you. As a business owner, it's not about you. And that is something that it, it, it sometimes it is really a hard pillow to swallow for some people because they say like, "Oh, but Stephen, it is I'm building a personal brand. I'm supposed to talk about me. I'm supposed to show my face. I it's supposed to be about me, right?" But well, yes, in the case, in, in that sense that you are using yourself as a representation of your brand, yes, it is about you. But at the end, the only reason why people would buy from your brand is because of 
them, the results you give to them, the transformation you give to them. So going back to your question, how can someone that is trying to um, use or to be a freelancer, to use social media to grow their freelance business is understanding that you are going to use social media as a medium to help your audience, to help your ideal customers, to serve them as much as you can, to position yourself as the authority. It is not about, oh, look, I have this Lamborghini or I have this big house or I have like, I don't know how many millions you have in your bank account. That is beautiful. You can, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, bad, bad, bad thing because I would love to have all these things too. But the, the problem here is that a lot of people think that those are the factors that determine if you're a success or if you're not a success. But right. I'm here to tell you that you are the one that determines what is success for you. Yes. So... Go, I don't even know if I answer your question, but <laughs> yes, think... you did. You you differentiate yourself by showing up for your ideal client and yeah. and it making your business. Yes, it it's about you because you're running the business, but it's not outwardly facing. It is about our customers and our clients mm. always, always because without yeah. them there is no business, right? Yeah, yeah. I I love that. I love that. So in terms, like, let's go back to your journey just a little bit more. So you were starting to, I kind of stopped you when you were just starting to mention, like, you wanted to do more. You want to reach more people and you want to stand out from your competition and really grow a scalable business um, that went beyond referrals in the photography industry. So tell us, how did you get into like the social media piece and teaching people about how to use it to, to grow their business? Awesome. Yeah, sure. Um, so what happened is that I honestly, it also it started really before I moved to the Netherlands that I started using social media for business. But by, back then, I didn't know I was actually using it for business. I just saw, mm-hmm. oh, by, by, by that time, it, Facebook pages were really popular. So I said, okay, I'm going to start my Facebook page. So I started my Facebook page and then there is where I use, I was putting all of my photos that were taking, my portfolio, my job, and people started to liking and they're starting to share with their family and they started sharing with their friends and they started talking about it. And, and slowly people getting, started to get know, um, more about me. So I was like, huh. So I just need a, this platform is for free. I'm using it for free and I'm getting paid because I'm using it to market my business. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out more. So I just kept on doing it. I just kept on posting with no strategy, with with just just for the fun of posting. But as you grow, as you uh, you're still in the business, you're still in, the, in the, you're exploring. You realize that yeah, we can we, we can make we should actually make a strategy from this because I was running in circles at a certain point, right? At a certain point, if you don't have a strategy, if you don't know you're doing what you're doing and why you are doing it, it's like. Okay, let me just do it for the sake of doing. But the moment changed when I realized is that I I needed to make a change. I needed to um, to create a strategy. I needed to have a structure. So I started to um, to work on that structure and slowly with the help of, of course, I've invested in education. I invest in different coaches. And from there, I have um, brought in my knowledge as well. So right now, um, as I previously said, is that I have used social media in different ways that has helped me grow my brand. Now I have 
I have um, completely um, created a strategy that I use and that has proven that it's worked. And now I have converted this strategy into an online program that I serve other people to do exactly what I do as well. So I'm not trying to pitch here because my, clo- my, my, my doors are closed, but um, my program does that. My program helps creative entrepreneurs take their passion and turn this passion into a profitable business. And we do this on social media. By using different social media channels, I have a strategy how you can um, be more consistent, how you can spend less time on social media, but at the end, you get real and tangible results. Those are the most important things that I focus on. Love it. Question along those lines. One, okay. One thing people might be thinking as you're talking about just building your brand and building your business presence using social media online. And this is something I've thought as well, because some of the teachers I've learned from, you know, we have a common person that we both learned from Jasmine Starr. She's a photographer and I, it feels like, you know, photographers definitely with Instagram being so visual, they definitely have been at an advantage, you know, professional photos for a time we're doing really well on Instagram. People are going crazy over them. I think that some of that's tailored back and bounced back where people are now appreciating more real photos and people being real versus the, you know, the heavily filtered stuff. But how would, what would you say to somebody that's not a photographer that isn't necessarily in a visual type of business? What is one simple branding strategy or, or tip that you would give them to help them start moving in the right direction of representing their business online? What, what's just like one simple way to make them more confident if they're not a photographer? Well, I, I, I would start by saying that it is um, beautiful to have a beautiful curated feed, but I don't think that is the only reason or that's the main reason why, why someone would buy. I think it is important to have a beautiful feed because most of the time, the people that will see this feed are cold audience, the one that will stumble upon your account for the first time. And it's beautiful to have that in order to serve them. However, I believe that you can have the most beautiful feed out there, but if you're not communicating your message, if you're not serving your audience, and if you're not creating content that actually attracts your ideal customer, then what's the point of having a beautiful feed, right? So what I would say is just show up. Show up and do the work. Because a lot of people don't show up because they, they they, they they tell themselves these type of stories. I'm not a, I'm not ready yet. I'm not an authority. I don't think I have enough followers, or I don't I, I I don't I don't have too much time for this. And honestly, all I hear is excuses. And I'm sorry, but sometimes I can be really rough around the edges, but that is exactly what I hear. All I hear is excuses because you don't have to have enough followers to grow a brand on you don't have to have a lot of followers to grow a brand online because how many people do we know that have like 10k 20k followers and they are still still not profitable and on the other hand um, some people say i don't have enough authority to do it or i don't have enough permission well my question to you is like how do you know when you have enough authority? Who's How gonna, do you who, are, know? who are you waiting for to give you the permission? Exactly. But anyone but yourself, right? Exactly, yep. exactly. No one is going to knock on your door and tell you, hey, right now is the right time. <laughs> now you have enough permission. Now you have enough authority. No one is going to do that. So going back to the photography part of, um, do you have to have an, a really nice feed? No, but it adds to your brand. Now, 
how can you show up in a different way on social media if you're not a photographer? Well, I would say start doing the uncomfortable thing. And this might rub again people that really rub around the edges because doing the uncomfortable things is scary. And not a lot of people do it. But these are the things that are going to bring real and tangible results. For example, going live, going live on Instagram or going live on Facebook. These things make a lot of people uncomfortable. But let me tell you, going live on social media, going live on Instagram or on Facebook is the most effective way to create relationship and to grow your know, like, and trust factor online. It is so easy for your audience to grow so much trust in you when you show up live because then you are real, you're authentic, and you're showing up from your real self, from that position. And I think that is the most powerful thing that someone can do today on social media, especially on Instagram and Facebook, hands down. Instagram live. If you don't want, if you even want to post anything, you don't want to go on story, whatever, go live. Go. If you want to do one thing, go live. You will see a lot of results from there. Well, I will be going live more. I, I, <laughs> you know, full disclosure, I am somebody that I, I'm not necessarily nervous about going on video because I can do like multiple edits and retakes, but you're right. Live is live. And mm. I think for me, um, just feeling like I've had this idea, like I, I want to go live weekly in the morning drinking coffee. I know somebody else who does that. Jasmine does a great <laughs> job doing that. But I'm like, oh, Jasmine already does it. Should I do it? But then, no, like what I'm going to talk about is different than what Jasmine mm. would talk about. But it's still something that I have had in the back of my mind to to offer as like, here's, you know, go in with a plan. Like this mm. is what I'm going to talk about today. And, and I think having a plan... It, for anybody that feels nervous about doing anything on social media, and you've talked about, you know, being prepared and having a strategy Mm -hmm. that helps ease the nerves and makes things feel less awkward and uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. even it doesn't have to be a fancy plan, but like, if I like, okay, so I'm going to be accountable here and I'm going to sign up right (laughs) now to start my weekly Instagram lives. (laughs) Everybody, you heard it here. And why not start? (laughs) Yes. All right. Why not start tomorrow? It's Friday. Like that's a nice, easy day where people kind of like want to be distracted anyway. So, okay, Stephen, yep. you, I, you, I love I, it. You can hold me accountable. <laughs> tomorrow but, um, I'll be on your Instagram. <laughs> please, yeah, please do. I, that's a fear that I think so many people have is like, what if no one shows up? Do I just hang up and pretend it never happened? No, you keep going and you keep showing up because next week, maybe Mm -hmm. two people will come next week, maybe 10, Mm -hmm. maybe next week, Mm -hmm. 20. Um, But I think what always has helped me just when I'm feeling nervous is coming in with a plan and being prepared. So tomorrow I'm going to have three points that I want to talk about (laughs) in a casual way, but that will just help me feel like I'm not just grasping for anything that comes to mind and being all over the place. Um, and the people, beauty, yeah, the beauty ahead. of this, the beauty of this is the, that live going live and talking one one specific topic is that it gives you the opportunity to talk about your business without having to sell your business, right? Yeah, and yeah. people see and 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 I I I've done live for a, a long time, and people reach out and they tell me like. I don't know about what it is about your energy, but I just love tuning in <laughs> to you. And you have said it when we first started this episode, right? So I get it. And let me tell you, it works. It works. It gives, it, 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 you can take one really cold audience that has no idea who you are. They see one live video and boom, they, they feel like they know you. They feel like they trust you and they want to know more about you. 
when you get these people on your feet, these are the easiest one to turn into a paying customers. I love it, Steven. So go live, go live, go live. Yeah. Simple trick, easy, maybe not, but simple, yes. Yeah. And and platforms like Instagram and Facebook make it easy, but I think yeah. coming in with the plan and just having like some kind of framework as a something to fall back on could mm-hmm. help somebody that's more of a beginner. And you're right, like your energy while you do post gorgeous photos of your work, everybody go to Steven's Instagram <laughs> because I've already told Steven when COVID ends and I feel comfortable <laughs> flying overseas again, I'm coming to the Netherlands, which I've never been to before. <laughs> I'm taking a trip. I'm doing a new country and we're going to meet in person and we're going to do photos. <laughs> yes, I am ready but, for it. <laughs> yes, but the thing is like your photos are beautiful and you re- you're right what you said earlier, like there's so many photographers out there but it's your energy that mm-hmm. I think sets you apart. And that makes mm-hmm. me want to be in, be in a photo shoot with you because I know you could make me feel comfortable. Yeah. And also, you know, I know I would feel comfortable. And also, it, like, your words with captions, you know, anyone can write words and captions and say the right thing. But when you're live and you say the mm. words with feeling and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. and give like anecdotes or background stories, that just gives so much more to the bottom line, which is the no like, and trust factor, which yeah. is ultimately what's going to, to your point, convert people into customers. So Go live, yes, everyone. Yes. You and will see me live tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm yeah. ready for Give it. Us- Let's do a structure. Yeah. Let's say, for example, yeah. they can start for, with the intro. And in the intro, uh, what I like, well, how, like, when we create content, I like to think about, okay, so what is the big takeaway of this content, right? Let's say, for example, um, tomorrow, Holly is going on live. You're doing do 10 minutes. Let's say for 10 minutes, it could be 15, it could be 30, whatever. But how we you can do it? It's like intro. You you highlight the 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 pain point of the, your audience, and then you present a problem, and then and and the and the body of the the live session is like solution number one, solution number two, solution number three. You end it up with a call to action. It could be um, like this video, or share this live session with your friends, or tag someone that needs to hear this, or share it on your story. Whatever it is. Simple intro, three intro with your pain point, three um, 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 points that helps the uh, give a solution to that pain point, and a call to action. Easy, love it. Okay, that is the formula. Okay, go live (laughs) first of all, decide how long about how long you want to be on live. Yeah, come up with the big takeaway that you want your audience to take away and learn. Come up with three solutions or ideas that contribute to alleviating the pain point. Yeah, And a call to action. I think call to actions are so important because this is the chance to mm. promote your lead magnet, like anything free that you want to give away, have people go visit your website, have people mm-hmm. sign up for something and build your email list. Um, so this is a structure for, for anyone. Well, this will, this will air after I go live, but yeah. I'm going to commit <laughs> to doing Friday lives and this awesome. is a structure I'll be following. So you guys can um, take notes and, 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 and hold you accountable. <laughs> yeah. And hold me accountable. But then what I love most about um, like social media platforms is just the conversations that happen in mm. the DMs. Like all the people that will ping you on the side, like, Hey, whatever it is, I love having the DM conversations so yeah. much because I think that's where I learn a lot more about people who, who are following me, what people want, what they like, what they don't like. 
And that is such a valuable tool for learning. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The M are so, so, so powerful. And I can actually share uh, an experience that I had pre- um, really recently that I've launched my program and my DM strategy work. It was, it was just, re- like you said, reaching out via DM to your uh, potential customers. And here's wh- what, is, what I've noticed that really caught my attention is that a lot of people were ready to join to my, into my program, but just that personal attention that I gave them one-on-one via DM, that's what they, what they needed. And one day, and just me spending one hour, one and a half, one to two hours online, I converted five people via DM. So this shows, this is proof that we can use Instagram DM, Instagram um, strategy as a, a way to convert our followers into paying customers, right? This is, this is so powerful. And, I, and as you said, so sometimes you might show up on Instagram Live and there might be no one there. There may no one tune in, but they might look at the replay and someone may touch it. Maybe then they engage, but next time you show up, maybe they get a notification. Hey, Steven or Holly is live. Go watch it. And they go watch it. And that is how slowly you build consistency. You build momentum and people know, oh, Holly is going live again on Friday. Oh, Friday. Time tea with Holly, coffee with Holly, <laughs> whatever. Cocktail with Holly. <laughs> it could be a happy hour too, come to think about it. <laughs> hey, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's an idea. It could be happy ah! hour. Well, I will test out a couple of different strategies. And with happy hour, you know, I'll probably be, be you know, much more direct or um, <laughs> much You're more, pro- you know, when- could be more chatty. <laughs> <laughs> and when you go live, it's probably after 5 p.m. where I'm at. So I'll join you with my cocktail True. in hand. And so we yes. do it. <laughs> yes, it'll be like midnight for you. Well, Stephen, this has been brilliant. You have given so much value in this short amount of time. I mean, I can't even thank you enough. And I hope you at least help, you know, a significant amount of people who listen to this podcast at least feel comfortable going live trying something new to promote their business, if they're, especially if they're just starting out or I've been, li- I've been in business five years and I'm still like awkward when it comes to lives. And so mm. I am taking a personal pledge to continue growing <laughs> myself, but just to highlight like a few things that I love that you said um, to kind of wrap us all up is I love what you said about surround yourself but with people who are doing what you want to do. So back in your mm. early days as a photographer, you jumped right in and you took initiative and and, and learned and, and that shortened your learning curve as well, right? Like yeah. that helped you get up to speed and ready to go mm-hmm. for prime time with your own weddings much faster than trying to bumble around and figure it out all alone. Yep. Right. Um, connect, reach out to people, collaborate and do the work and not expect people to come knock on your door and say, Hey, we want to work <laughs> together. Like yeah. get out there, reach mm-hmm. out. Um, you you really talked a lot about investing in education and learning from other people like online who are doing what you want to do. I know that you've done a lot of that work and I wholeheartedly agree. That's where I've learned so mm. much of what I know when it comes to running a business um, is by just learning from others online as well. Yep. Signing up for their programs. While a, bit, while a feed is can be beautiful on Instagram, that is not the only way and isn't the only way to show up and stand out, mm. but rather, you know, come, come on live. And like, we've talked about lives now a lot, but how just adding, you know, personal touch and being on video can just 
really get people to know who you are and, and yeah. can get them to really want to convert and work with you because they love your style and personality. So with that said, is there anything else that we didn't cover today that you would love to share or talk about? I think as we are wrapping this episode, I just wanted to to end up with this, which is that right now we have given you some ways that you can do it. We have given you some, you can use Instagram live. We're giving you structure and everything. And you, you can go right now and run with what you have and make it happen. However, a lot of people would still say that, you know what, Stephen? Yeah, I have these things, but I still feel like that I am not ready. And to that, I would have to say, I would love to say that my friends, being ready is a choice. Today, you have the opportunity to choose that you are ready to show up for your biggest goal, or you have the opportunity to choose or to highlight all the excuses why right now is not the time. You have that opportunity right now in your hand, and you're the only person that can make that happen. All I'm asking you today today is to make a choice. What is it going to be for you? What are you, what are you going to choose to do today? How are you going to choose to show up today in your life to make the things that you want to achieve happen? How, what is it going to be for you? What is your choice? With that, I wonder. Love it. And I would just say to that, yes, that is what I would say. And I hope anybody that is sitting in their cube at work, wanting to get out, feeling stuck, not knowing where they want to go in life, but knowing they are meant for more, to make that choice and decide that you're ready to take your life by the horns and and do something that you love because it's too short. And I agree. Start before you're ready and make the, yeah. make the choice to be ready. I, I couldn't agree more. That's something I hear all the time, but I'm not ready to start a business. Mm. Well, sweetie, you're never going to be ready because th- you just have to decide because you're choosing to decide you're not. So yeah. I, I agree. Um, start before you're ready, make the choice. Love it, Stephen. And where can people find you online and, and on experience you showing up on social? <laughs> well, I like to make things really easy. So you can find me on everywhere on social media or on my website by searching for Stephen DeCuba. So it is stephendecuba.com, Stephen DeCuba on Instagram, Stephen DeCuba on Facebook. What else do I have? Stephen DeCuba on LinkedIn, Stephen DeCuba everywhere. <laughs> so really easy, Stephen DeCuba, and there's where you will find me. Love it. Thank you, Stephen, for being here today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I am so excited to see where your business goes, Stephen, and I can't wait for our photo shoot in the Netherlands someday soon. So thank you so much for being here. All thanks to you. And there you have it. Stephen, thank you so much for being on the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. We so appreciate your nuggets of wisdom and for sharing the special solution on what to do and how to approach Facebook Lives which can be terrifying. So friend, if you are thinking of starting a business and you don't feel quite ready, I get it. But ready, like Steven said, is a choice. Either you're ready, you choose to be ready, or you choose not to be ready. And so I am going to urge you today to choose ready. 
and I have a free download, like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, that can help you feel even just a little bit more ready to start your business. So head on over to hollynoll.com slash free and grab your free business action guide. And in six easy steps, you will have solidified your business idea. So thank you again for being here on the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. And I look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. Let's connect on social and keep in touch. Until the next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Everyday Entrepreneur. There are thousands of podcasts out there and you chose to be here with me. And for that, I'm truly grateful to you. Make sure to stop on my website and you can subscribe there to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, I'd love your rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would mean the world. Finally, check out my free guides to starting a business at hollynoll.com slash free and be sure to tune in two weeks from today for my next episode. Until next time, keep taking action to build your business.